0: Say neighbor.
1: what's going on everybody it's your favorite time of the week where you got the best 30 minutes of your life not nah, maybe not your life but the best 30 minutes of your week with your boy T right and you know I got the queen rocking with me what's up KP what's up girl
0: what's going on what's going on we made it through today let's go
1: i know right girl it's been a tough tough one man and that's what you know this show is all about man we give some tough tough reality issues um, there are a lot of people talking about it at home, and we just bring it to the airwaves and talk about it to always go to the forefront. But first and foremost, how was your weekend?
0: I did absolutely nothing this weekend. You know, that's tends to how I like to do. It's just a whole lot of nothingness. So that is exactly what I did, and I'm mm-hmm. there for it.
1: Well, I, I did some reflection a little bit, but I also did some much-needed housework. I mean, anybody knows I stay on the road a lot, so I had to do some major, major housework outside of my house. Now Inside of my house, you know, I barely am at, at home, so it was always looked beautiful because I'm never at home to, to dirty up anything, right? But. My outside it looked like the Jungle Book outside, okay. The so trees I had was treeing
0: and the grass was grassing, huh?
1: Man, it it looked like a Flonase commercial out there. Ooh. But uh, <laughs> but I had to, you know, you know, I had to get in, you know, where I could fit in, and I took care of some stuff, you know, make sure the grass was looking nice. I did not want to be
0: somebody said this brother got to move off the block. So right, um, they're gonna run you, you know, them homeowners associations to leave that citation in your mailbox real quick. You got them, got make sure.
1: So I definitely that. wanted to, you know, I definitely needed, you know, tidy up. But plus, you know, when your moms end up coming through, they they point out everything. So mm-hmm. I definitely wanted to, you know, make sure I did that because you know, moms they 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 put you out there. You know, your they dad will come in. put you to the side, but your mama puts you out there in front of everybody. She she, oh, you know, blast. Mama, Front black, Street. They they had no filters at times. But you know, one of the biggest things this week, man, this this. This actual episode, man, all of our episodes are special, but this one right here holds a special place because it's really serious. And I hope for a fact, you know, we don't step on anybody's toes, but we used to doing that, so it's okay in my Right. We don't um, care. <laughs> oh, well, there,
0: we said what we said. What you going to do? Turn this off. We got your views, though, so thank you.
1: <laughs> but, you know, it's so many, you know, mass shootings that's been going on for so many years now. It just seems like for some people they think it's the coolest thing to do, to take someone's life. And if you had to serve in the military or your job was to take someone's life, I guarantee you you wouldn't do it.
0: I think that the problem is, you know, I am all for um, the right to bear arms and the right to protect oneself. I think where we have gone astray is allowing people the access to military grade weapons. Like I don't feel like we as civilian citizens should have um, high power because for what? What are you? What are you shooting besides another person? Like I don't think that. I think that there has to be some sort of regulation because I feel like um, when it comes to mass shootings, um, mm-hmm. normally they're in the culprit. Now, the one, the latest shooting here in our area, that wasn't, um, from what I know of the situation um, in Anderson, um, that tends looks to be like a family beef mm-hmm. between two families and, you know, to walk up in the middle of the mall where people are minding their own business And to shoot somebody, there is, it takes a new level of heartlessness because what what happens if you would have missed and you would have shot somebody's baby? Or what about the teenagers that are just hanging in the mall that just so happen to be in the vicinity and now they have to process all the things that was happening in that moment? I don't think we think about other people when we make, when you make decisions like that. And that's honestly sad that we've become so numb to our neighbor and what they might be feeling, that you can be so callous.
1: But I think a lot of a lot of times, like you said, you know, bet, you know, I'm I'm gonna show my age for a minute. You know, back when you had beef with somebody since you know since you brought up the Anderson um, situation, which I'm I'm from those parts, so I remember back in the day, man, if you had an issue with somebody, you if know, you just got regularly, you got beat up. Like you,
0: you might get talked about for that moment because you got beat up. Easy, and it, you go to the park. You 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 square up. Ain't nobody jumping in. You you know you got witnesses, of course. But you know we ain't never take it to the level that it is now. And even when we look back at like column nine, like I remember, you know we were we were teenagers then. God, we're old. Um, <laughs> who are we old? My my um, state of mind. I ain't gonna say I'm old. But uh, You older than me, so if I'm who, I'm old, you older, but, I, I mean, I look back at Columbine and I remember, like, thinking, what in the world could this boy have been thinking to do such damage? I mean, you got to think about
1: it, you know, from the Dylan Roof, the, you know, the shooting in Townville, mm-hmm. you know, the recent shooting in, in, in Texas, you know what I'm saying, at the elementary right. school.
0: And for, yeah. I mean, I, I it's so you know I we I remember the hopelessness that I felt when Columbine happened, and remember like oh dang, and you know that was before the true age of social media, right? So you know you just had to watch it on the news, and you know if I don't want to say it went away, but it was very much a situation that was out of sight, out of mind. I think the difference is. When things happen now because of cell phones, because that like we can see in real time, like even with the Texas situation where they released the school security cameras and they sat there and watched those police for 45 minutes outside the door while that boy was in there killing people. Like, you know, I think that cameras give us a level of accountability that we're not used to. But it also re-traumatizes us because by you seeing this over and over, you become numb to it. It makes it feel like this is just the world we live in, and it's not a one-off.
1: Yeah, because I, I actually saw, um, you know, obviously part of our job is we dig into conversations. And in the Texas shooting, they had a um, a couple where the, their nephew was unfortunately one of the individuals uh, that were that were killed at that elementary school and the the aunt who she said that she felt like she failed him because the one thing that they felt like they wanted to be the one to make sure that they didn't fail him because of the lifestyle that he had came from they 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 was in the process of actually adopting him
0: um, oh, no. because of
1: family because of family surroundings and family situations, and she felt like she said her ordeal, her and her husband' ordeal, was that they wanted to make sure that they gave this man a better life. And she said that she felt like they had failed him because they didn't give him a better life because of what happened. And it was tough. I, I, I actually sit back and say, you know, as to be a journalist in that scenario, I don't feel like I could do that. I don't think that that mindset for me could do that. But I also feel like there were some situations where I don't know the protocol. While those police officers didn't go ahead and engage, because when if you look at the video, there was a lot of police officers that was, that came to the scene. It, it, way more
0: police officers than people. Like that and, is the thing. I mean, and yes, he did have a rifle. Yes, I understand that. But you, I don't understand how you can be so numb to a fact. Like I know them babies were screaming. Like, you can stand outside the door and hear all that and not act. Like, whether it be we got to bust out, figure out how we can bust out a window and sneak attack, you know, your mind go, it it almost felt like they had fight or flight and they just stood there. They froze. And and, and unfortunately for the people on the other side of that door, a lot of them lost their lives. And that's so not right. You know, especially when you have police officers.
1: It just wasn't, you know, I feel that this, that city, that town, you know. And I don't live there, but if I did, they deserve answers. They deserve the opportunity to understand why did why did you not do? What happened to the position? Why you didn't do? You know, it's it's the the same circumstances, even with the Dylan Roof situation. You know, the people there even forgave him, but he set in, and these people were praising God, and then he goes up and kills all these people.
0: I mean that takes a whole no like, you know. I just think that we've become so heartless as a society, and everything has a um. Everybody is for the, them themselves, and like you know, growing up we used to consider other people when decisions are made. Like, but we've become so callous as a as a country that you know, people just do what they wanna do when they wanna do it and they don't care who it affects. And that's sad that's sad that, you know, kids live in a day, you know, we used to have what was it, tornado drills where we had to get the book and sit in the hallway with the now book over our head. Now, <laughs> now they can stay at home. <laughs> now they to <just> cancel school. <laughs> I ain't even none of that. But then but then you have to look at it like they have to do active shooter training. Like, the kids, like, to be, I can only imagine to be in kindergarten or first grade and having to to, to practice that just in case. Like, you know, active shooter. You know, we used to have bomb threat training where we just go, you know, somebody would call in the bomb threat to the school, and then we would just go sit outside <laughs> in the stadium for about an hour, and then that, that was it. That was the training. But, you know, for somebody to be like, you know, somebody bust up in the school shooting, like, this is what you need to do. Like, I can't fathom that as an elementary school, you know, that young having to to remember I mean, all of not that.
1: Not even that. I mean, as a salary for a teacher, like, I, I read on some stuff about, you know, the young man at, that, that shot at that school, and they said that he had few disciplinary issues, but he struggled academically. He he only, and this is where I don't think that this should even matter, but they said that he completely completed only the ninth And the school made a meaningful intervention before all this stuff happened, but he wanted to withdraw from the school because of poor performance and excessive abstinence from loss from last October. So they, they were basically saying that he was not performing well, that he was not doing the best he could in the school. So they said that you you gotta go. You got you you can't stay here. You gotta go. But my question is why the elementary school? Like, this the high school. Like, you in the right. ninth grade, this the high you school. Just, baby, <laughs> did you
0: pull up at, was your high? You pulled up at the wrong school? How, like, it's so many.
1: It's, you I know, mean, I you don't want to down. show up to nobody's school, but you went to the wrong school. You baby,
0: know, really they the didn't do nothing mm-hmm. to you, okay? Them babies are sitting down there trying to learn their alphabets, and now look, I mean, I think that... Um, He clearly was a, to to do something so heinous, you have to have um, an altered state of mind, right? And so we're not, we're never going to be able to rationalize why he did what he did or why anybody that commits a mass shooting does what they do. Normally, it tends to be rooted in hate. Like, when with the Charleston Nine, like, that clearly w- was hate and hate and some more hate after that. So, like, you know, we can't, we'll never be able to, um, we'll never be able to understand because we ain't crazy but, like that. We crazy, but we but not the that thing kind about of
1: thing. It, But the thing about it is, you know, and not doing racing or anything like that. First of all, we already know. We can't even bring a bad grade home, so there's no way on God's green earth we gonna really say we gonna shoot up for school. We too scared of a black mama or a mama of
0: color to even yeah. Think I think well I don't know because like these I kids trying to talk back to their mama. You know we, we these doing do, that. I don't know these new gentle parenting is a thing. So I don't know about the new age black mama. Now the grump the old age ones. You right. The new age ones that believe, you know, you're supposed to say everything like this, and everything's supposed to be a negotiation. Like I don't know, like I don't know. But the old ones, like the ones we got, you know, we don't play with them like that. Won't even play. In, mm-mm. We can't even mm-mm. like we couldn't even talk about picking up the phone. And you talking about you got in trouble in school,
1: and and you knew you had to bring a note home, and you, don't bring a note. And let's just say for my little the brother, the Street. <laughs>
0: I remember my little brother was in elementary school and he said he was going to blow up the school. Handyman. My brother had first all, they call my parents, you know, then they sent him to mental health. So like my whole thing is, are we missing the signs that these kids are currently showing? Because we tend so. to find everything afterwards. Like we tend to, um, you know, all the red flags become red flags when after the fact, when you go digging and looking. And when we look at a time where, Cyberbullying is at an all-time high. Um, you know, people can be um, keyboard thugs and gangsters and bully people at anonymously. Like, you know, we live in a way different time than, you know, we had AOL chat rooms. You was going to have your name on there, though. Ain't no such thing as anonymous. You're going to have your name going to be right on up there, whatever your little screen name is, and everybody going to know you by their screen name. Like, so I think that as technology has grown and evolved, like, you know, and and I'm not downplaying the, the, you know, the advancement. I just think that while we're advancing, we need to create safeguards to create safe spaces. Like, I think that that's part of the problem. These kids have access to way too much. Like, we used to have to get information out of the encyclopedia. These kids don't know what an encyclopedia is. Like they, I think, they, think that they would even they, know where to look. Well, Do they, 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 they even, even make them? I don't, don't even know Encyclopedia much. Um, whoo, since about ninety seven, eight, I don't even think they made them. Like, Y2K, y two ky Y two K, they that was that, So yeah, I ain't seen no Encyclopedia since my grandma had one. Because you know we had to be real smart, and you know. But I haven't I ain't not no dictionaries in a while, you know. Because anything. you don't necessarily need a dictionary. You got a dictionary app on your phone. And then if you like me and you're lazy, you just hit the voice thing and just say the word and let them spell it for you. Because what? Why well, I got to look at the <laughs> spell check? You remember we used to have to put a document, put words in in word document to spell check it. Now spell check is in literally your email you spell something wrong you're gonna have a little red line under it your your verbs ain't conjugated you're going you're going it's gonna tell you you think we didn't even ask for none of that but i think that as we advance like we the more technology advances it almost feels like the more numb we become to people's feelings and emotions and and we get further away from the community that we used to be like we used to live in a community where if you see me doing something wrong, you gonna yoke me up and get me together. And then you probably gonna tell my mama, who is then gonna yoke me up for misbehaving in public. And, you know, now we live in a, you can't say nothing to my child, that's my child. Okay. Well, little Timmy got a bum. And he said he gonna blow up the school. What you gonna do? Nothing because you scared. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: And I've never understood that as well. Like you know, you have you have parents of today that are are terrified of their own children. Because I'm like, look, you brought my mom used to say the same word, and she still says to this day, "I brought you in this world, I will take I you take out. you out." And
0: I mean, I think that here's the thing: when it comes to parenting, I.e. First of all, we don't have children, so I think that our perspective as aunties and uncles is very different than uh, parents. Let's say that. One. Two, I understand, you know, we grew up, our parents disciplined us the way their parents disciplined them. Their parents disciplined them the way that your grandparents disciplined them. But if we look at what the root of the discipline was, we're coming, you know, my grandmother grew up in segregation, which means her mother would have been close to you. Um, Slavery. So when you look at the discipline, the discipline was hard and harsh because that's all they knew, right? And then you have – and then they passed it down, and then you get to us where we see that, you know, the way that it made us tough people, but it also made us less empathetic. So you have this generation that has gone to the complete other side of the spectrum and they just want to whisper and, and you know hey listen um i know can we negotiate about you like cleaning your room and stuff like you know no we're not doing that if you don't clean up this room you ain't going to be nothing in here but a blanket cuz you're going to sleep on the floor like that <laughs> but i think that we have to find the balance yes i agree that some of the dis- the way we were disciplined was a little bit toxic if we're honest um, and, and it come, I don't think our parents meant any harm in it, but it is what it is. And when you know better, you do better, right? We also know right. that psychologically, when you look at like whoopings and stuff, they don't necessarily change the behavior. They create the fear in the parent. Like, you know, that's, I'm all about the data and that's what the data says. So I get saying like, okay, these things made us who we are and we're functioning happy and whole. But if we're honest. They also made us the type of, we're the type of generation that we ain't really good at communicating feelings and things because we, we we just did what we were told. We didn't question anything. It was just like, let's just do, you know, whatever. And so I think that, you know, I understand this generation wanting to do something differently. I just don't think this is. I think that we need to add a little bit of the toughness back but find the balance if that makes sense. I mean, I,
1: I agree with you because, you know, even now, I mean, we, we're a show that talks about, you know, mental health, and mental health is something that you always should be getting, you know, checked, and, you know, suicide rates is higher. I remember when I was younger, you didn't hear about a lot of people committing suicide. Um, and when you did hear somebody that were they were stressed or they went on a vacation, um, they called, break it break that <laughs> they called it back Not then. They called it back then. It it was it was at a point because they were you know going to have a mental breakdown because of it was too much going on in their life. Now you have people who abuse it because there are people now who do these mass shootings that are using that as a way to get lighter sentencing. No, but see, saying, here's the
0: thing. I believe that, you know, at the end of the day, I do think people definitely have mental issues, um, especially if we, you, you know, whether, you know, color aside, some people just dang rap too guys. And, um, I, but I still believe, you know, choice equals consequence. Regardless of your rapping, if you do something, you deserve to be punished. Like chemical imbalance or not, we just going to get you some pills. Why you served this life sentence? Because you took someone else's life. You know what I'm saying? So I don't believe that there should be a scapegoat, and I think that because when we, that's what we see, that's what the media pushes. But honestly, if if we're honest about it, like mental health is really a real thing. I just think that um we have to be we have to recognize the signs before they get too crazy like harmful crazy. like you and, need to, and figure out. And you know, and we come from a generation where, you know, black people answer for everything is just give it to God and pray about it. They didn't believe that you were supposed to take medicine for, for anxiety and depression. And you just supposed to, you know, you just got to don't pray and worry that that was our answer for so long. And so now, you know, now that we, <laughs> you got black people saying, yup, don't pray and worry, but what I am gonna do is I'm gonna schedule this appointment with my psychiatrist, and I'm gonna make sure that refill gets on over there to the CVS because I'm not playing with y'all. That's what, but you know, the, it, but it's still very much a taboo thing within our community to to say, hey, I deal with this, you know, and I take medication for it. Like that's you know that we we talked about that before. Like you know that's very taboo, whereas you know people of other cultures, um, you know, they've been seeing the psychiatrist and they've been drawn, you know, we watched Long Order SVU, like y'all been saying y'all gonna blow up the school since you was eight and nobody told you anything, they just locked you away and then you came out and blew up something. Like, so I think that, you know, unfortunately, you know, the world has evolved and changed. I think that we have to evolve and change with it but we also have to when you see a problem you know i don't believe in just pointing out problems i believe that when you're pointing out a problem you should also offer some sort of solution this ain't one i got a solution for because honestly i think that you know the reality of the situation is if somebody wants to get a gun they're going to be able to get a gun like we we we're we're kind of playing um from behind the ball here right if somebody if because the reality of the situation is when it comes to street crime most of the time the, the crimes are not committed with registered weapons anyway like <laughs> like let's just be real if a criminal wants to get a weapon they're going to get a weapon but i also think that we can reduce the amount of weapons on the street by just doing something practical like you know no machine guns you know like limiting assault rifles because what do you need an assault rifle for what are you potato what do you have in your house to protect with an assault rifle I nothing. mean, was my TV and is valuable, the, but it ain't it ain't assault rifle valuable because like by the time you by the time you use the assault rifle, it's gonna tell everything in the house anyway. Well,
1: so, the question that most people probably asking like, how did they get these assault rifles? Like, wh- where was they legal? They're legal. So, but the question is, for a seventeen year old, they're not legal to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm no, in the military I mean, and I gotta 18, go through hoops.
0: <laughs> You're you're 18, you know, when you're 18, you get all you got to do is go up there, show your ID. That makes you wait, I think it's like 24 hours to do a soft background check, but not even like a hard background check, which honestly, you know, people say that, you know, if you have mental illness, you shouldn't own a gun. Like, I think there's levels to it. Like, I think if you are a whole bipolar schizophrenic that, you know, that don't have you under control, absolutely. I do not believe you should be able to hold a weapon. Like, no. But if you're somebody like me who deals with anxiety and depression, but I don't, you know, I ain't going to kill nobody. I mean, well, I'm not going to kill nobody today. Um, You know, that's another thing. Like, I think that it's so many nuances. And because we are such a melting pot of a country, there's no way for us to fix it without isolating somebody else. or there's no way to fix it in a way that is going to make it okay for other people. That's the problem. Like, we, because we are the melting pot, because, you know, we are all have different values, different perspectives, you know, conservative, liberal, um, the Green Party and the Yellow Party and all the parties. And, like, you're never going to be able to appease everyone um, in this because people, because we are the melting pot. And so I think that is one of the downsides of being the melting pot, because if we weren't a melting pot, then we'd be able to create a creative law that works for the majority. And in this place, we're so divided on so many things that people would just be like, "No, I don't want that just because just because it was said
1: I mean I think that's where you know a lot of people like i said to to teachers own, that most people don't don't go get the you know don't look at everything and don't do what they're supposed to, but you know at the end of the day, those signs are there. I think there are times where teachers. Even teachers can can do it because I know for a fact um, a teacher is a DSS um, reporter. But they have a lot. A lot of teachers have a lot on their plate. Um, not Absolutely. just monitoring their you know, their students. They their gotta students. do the
0: lesson plans. They gotta they, have, they got be ready lot. for state testing. You gotta manage the classroom. You gotta manage parents and expectations. You gotta manage the state board of Education, the National Board of Education, which they don't got to deal with Betsy the boss no more, so that's a plus. But, you know, it's so many things. And then you, you when you get into teaching, you get into it because you want to see the children soar. You want to be able to pour into them. And unfortunately, because of how things have changed, like, I feel like teaching isn't fun for a lot of teachers anymore because of the other stuff. Like, teachers should be able to show up and do, because, you know, it takes a special type of person to be able to want to first of all it's like a special kind of person to want to deal with 20 something kids at one time all day long like that's a whole that's that's a saint you they you know i believe teachers got free passes to heaven because they deal with so much here on earth so like for them to go from you know it, it's just so much and i think that when a lot of things were put in place they meant well but they didn't ask nobody because a lot of times teachers don't feel heard it's like, y'all make all these rules for them to abide by, but don't nobody ask them if the rules make sense for them. And they ain't giving no pay increases. Like, y'all be trying to give, like, 1% raises a year when inflation is up 97% and think that, it, that I, can, I can go work at a cost and make the same amount of money, and I ain't got to deal with y'all.
1: That's the truth. I mean, that's a, that's a true statement because I know a lot of people will, you know, Focus in on you know, having to do their passion, no matter what it is. They're going to do their passion, and in the process of doing their passion, they ain't got to deal with what the teacher has to do with half time. You know, so right. I think that that's just what what's going on. What the teacher has to do with, how they have to deal with it, and at the end of the day, you know, they're dealing with so much to get them to where they want to be or where they have to be. So it's it's what it is. But we're about to get ready to wrap the tonight show up, guys. But how? Let us know how you feel about this. You know, you always can do one good thing for us. You can always go to our Facebook page, beyond the beyond the airways. Uh, always check us out on Facebook, and you can always email us topics. That's right. You can email us topics at Studios at gmail. And the subject hit us in the subject line, beyond the airways, and tell let us know what topic you have. Hit us up in that in that box, man, because we want to know what you think and what you got going on, and we can always, always, always. Always find out what we got going on right here um other than that man I love you guys we love you guys so much um Kendrick, what what else what else you got for me baby what what else we got for
0: them? I just want to thank everybody for taking time out of their days to Thanks. tune in to hear us to to provide us feedback um you know our email is always open for your feedback for your suggestions you know we thank you guys for that because at the end of the day we simply just want to grow. And, and be better and be better and produce great content for you all. So thank you for everybody that tunes in week after week um, for who comments, engages with us. We appreciate y'all. We see y'all. We love y'all for that. Hope you all have a phenomenal week. Go and be a blessing to someone else. Smile just because. And we're going to see y'all same time, same place, me as we all. Oh.
1: Always, hey, love on your family, love on us, but most importantly, love God first. Hey, we out. Holla
0: back at you, guys. Holler. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen
0: the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest
1: registry.